Hello. This is a podcast. Contrary to popular belief, it is not an alien spaceship. But were it an alien spaceship, it'd be a freaking cool alien spaceship. Oh, wait, there's the Milky Way is in a chair right over there. Let's ask the Milky Way a question. Hey, uh, Mr. Milky Way. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? The answer will remain unknown, just like everything else that we should know. Right? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, there's new music afoot, and its feet smell great. That they're... <laughs> That didn't make sense. Anyway, uh, hmm. Spirit Box put out a new song, and it's just awesome. And it's just got the coolest video ever, so you have to promise me right now. Pinky promise. Pinky, pinky, pinky promise me that you're going to go listen to it and watch the video right now or sometime today after you listen to I don't know, whatever you want to do, but listen to it and watch it do the thing. Meet your next pillow. Because it's so good. It's just... It's just unbelievably good how good it is. It's that good that you can't unbelievably make sense of how good it is. That band is just spectacular. Um, like I want to say, I don't know where they came from. Just like, they just came out of nowhere, but they they didn't. I mean, they they you know were the the singer and the guitarist at the very least were um, I wrestled the bear once, or or at least the guitarist was the original member, uh, one of the original members of I wrestled the bear once, which who would, they were awesome. And uh, then Courtney Laplante uh, joined as the vocalist. Of I wrestled the bear once, and I believe that they got married and created Spirit Box, and they've just been dropping just incredible stuff. They're amazing. Um, I cannot wait to see this band live. They're definitely they they have to be probably the band I'm most excited to see that I haven't seen yet, and the most excited to play with that I haven't played with yet. And just like they're 
so unbelievable. Um, they've put out a few. They put out, I think, maybe ten or eleven songs so far, and they're just all really great. And there's such a large variety. This one, I feel like, really ties together all of their influences in a big way, and it's one of the coolest music videos I've ever seen in my life. The lighting is just. I can't even wrap my head around it and the the colors and like the way that they're coordinated with their outfits, especially Courtney's hair. It's just the whole thing is on. It's just completely unbelievable and next level. So, yes, Spirit Box, you need to check them out like right now. Next, 21 Pilots is but haven't put out new songs. I don't love them as much as um, Blurry Face. You know, that album was so amazing. And I mean, the last album even. You know, I liked better than what they're putting out now, but I don't not like what they're putting out now by any means. It's really good. So uh, 21 Pilots, Choker. Here we go. one of those bands where I will end up liking what they do more the more that I listen to it. This is a very cool song. Um, I actually really enjoy it more than I did the first time I heard it. I thought it was a little boring when I first heard it, and now just that I'm hearing it through my monitors with all the, the different production layers and the quality of each of those layers, and then the video, of course, they're just, they put it together so well, and it's so natural and so organic to see them doing their thing, and I just, uh, ah, I love 21 Pilots. They're very entertaining, and they just do very cool stuff, and I've heard they're one of the best bands ever to see live, and I haven't actually gotten that, been fortunate enough to be able to do that yet, and can't wait to do that when everything comes back. Yes, but Voice Avenue, everything you want. Oh my God, they covered, Voice Avenue did a, a Vertical Horizon cover. It's so good. <laughs> speaking it's already coming in oh and it's rising in the back of your mind you never could get it unless you were fed it but now you're here and you don't know why but under skin knees in the 
skid marks past the places where you still learn. You howl and listen, listen and wait for the echoes of angels who won't return. He's everything you want. He's everything you need. He's everything inside of you that you wish you could be. He says all the right things at exactly the right time, but he means nothing to you when you don't know. Someone to put you together. You're waiting for someone to push you away. There's always another wound to discover. There's always something more you wish she'd say. He's I like. I don't know. This man is so amazing. I can't. I can't wrap my head around how good this guy is. There's so many covers on the internet. There's so many acoustic covers and all kinds of different covers that you just could never imagine. And this guy may just be one of my favorite artists that covers songs, period, that exists on the internet. I can't believe how good he is and how good his taste in music is and the things that he picks. And ah, I, I would love to rip a gig with this guy someday. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Next up, Garbage. I don't know if you know what garbage is, but uh, I love garbage. I've always loved garbage, and they're great. And um, I think you should check out garbage if you don't know who that is, because they're awesome. <laughs> they're amazing. Um, they've done very big things in in their lifetime as a band. So check out garbage and this new song rocks. It's called No Gods, No Masters. Awesome. I can't believe how awesome Garbage is and just like how long have they been around? <laughs> so many years. I can't even wrap my head around how long they've been around. It's so interesting to think about. 
um, the 90s. I mean, I remember that they did the theme song for a James Bond movie, The World Is Not Enough. That was a Pierce Brosnan flick, so I think that was, it must have been 2002 or three or something like that. They were like, you know, famous from early 90s. I believe the guitarist or the drummer is like a like a super serious industry producer who's produced probably a lot of our favorite bands. And uh, the singer of Garbage, she just has such a, a bassy voice, like such a booming bassy voice for a uh, female vocal. It's just unbelievable, her tone. And it's also the preservation of her tone because she's been singing for so long and she still sounds just as good as she did back then. Wonderful. I love it. YMCA. Uh, go on YouTube if you want to see me do that Do that dance. I did it really good. <laughs> I didn't. It's not worth going on YouTube and seeing this, this occur unless you're already there. I'm looking at it right now, though, and I'll tell you, it's pretty mediocre. Here we go. Next up, this next song is probably one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my entire life. It just hits like a freight train. It's uh, very emotional, very, but also not. It's like from the perspective of somebody who really hurt somebody who really cared about them but they really don't care and they just don't know why and it's like having been most of the time pretty much just the person that does the caring as opposed to the person who does the hurting um you know i uh (laughs) it just it kind of cuts right to the core because i can't tell if they're really singing from that perspective or if they're singing from the perspective of the person who's been hurt and is just trying to make sense of it and it's just i don't know it's 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 an extremely good song and there's the music video is also very good so here it comes don't say i didn't warn you
Yeah, um, that song's really. <laughs> it's just very moving and sad. Uh, moving on. Uh, historical shout out goes to Neil Young this week. I love Neil Young. He's awesome. If you don't know who Neil Young is, you should go inform yourself. Here's a little clip from Old Man. It's just such a good song. I play it at probably most of my acoustic gigs because it's such an easy go-to, um, for sure. And uh, you sh- everyone should be aware of Neil Young and just how magnificent this person is. He's still uh, he's still kicking, still playing. He's like in his 80s right now, you know, doing his thing. He's like the folk Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Here we go. All right, old man. Gem. That song is so good. Neil Young does a lot of, he's done just many great things in his career. And he sings uh, some very, very amazing songs. I think he's doing amazing. I think he, when it comes to the conversation of like who the best songwriters in the, in the history of music are, I think that he doesn't get as much credit as he should because of Bob Dylan, which doesn't really make sense to me because I like Bob Dylan. I mean, I love Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan was amazing, but I think that Bob Dylan and Neil Young were equally good at songwriting, and I think that Neil Young is a better singer, so I don't really know why when that conversation happens, Bob Dylan tends to come up more than Neil Young. It doesn't really make sense to me. Um... Because I feel that Neil Young is, you know, I mean, this is not an insult to Bob Dylan because we're talking about Neil Young, who's, I mean, we're talking about some of the best musicians, singer-songwriters in the world that have ever existed in the world. Um, But I think Neil Young has more talent than Bob Dylan did because I think that he can write songs that are just as good and just as moving and maybe even more artistic and more metaphorical because Bob Dylan was very direct and Neil Young was very metaphorical and indirect like 
the needle and the damage done. I mean, I guess that is direct, but I always kind of saw that as like a needle in a haystack comparison, metaphorical. Maybe I was just misreading that, but I don't know. Um, There's a whole lot of different things, but that's the thing. (laughs) Neil Young, you can kind of make those things because it's all poetic and indirect and metaphorical and... Bob Dylan's more direct. He's very good at writing directly, but I mean, that's easier to do than writing in metaphor. <clears throat> anyway, interesting conversation to have with people who like music regardless. So, hey, I like music. Do you like music? I mean, it's, it's only my whole life. Love it. You better love it. You better love it. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. So, yeah. Next. Apple and Spotify may start charging $5 monthly for podcasts. I don't know why they would do that. That seems silly. Um, It seems like they're trying to use it. They're trying to say that the reason for it is because then they can put more money in the pockets of the people who don't have enough followers to have like a sponsorship platform. But I think that they're just trying to say that to get people on board to give it some pros over the cons of having to, when you go back to the consumer, you know, charge them monthly $5 or whatever they're planning on doing. So who knows? It's pretty ridiculous. You never know what's going to happen next. They just keep on throwing bills at you. It's great. It's a good time. Not really. Next. This is fun. This is a good time. Canadian woman. It's a low note of C1, breaking the world record for lowest note sang by any woman. That's super awesome and impressive and cool. And I got the article in the description. If you are curious as to specifically how it went down, where it went down, when, why, what, when, how, all that, all that noise, you know? Next, rapper Kodak Black pleads guilty to biting a girl against her wishes justifiably gets assault and battery charge. Yeah. Um, hmm. What is the deal? Like, why is it becoming, like, normal for musicians to do things like this? Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just that they're in under such a microscope that every little thing they do gets blown out of proportion. But then again, maybe it's that the industry and the upper echelons of the industry or people that are in that position of fame have been normalized to make a habit of... like It's just been normalized that they will do whatever they want to do, which is a disgusting thing. You know, you think you think about it, and um, you go back to in your <laughs> not your memory, but when you think of history, think of medieval times when there was the the noblemen, the no the noble people, the nobles. They weren't really noble, but they they were called the nobles because they're the upper class. And then you have the peasants and the people that you know the nobles are able to survive because of, but they don't have to acknowledge that because the, the the upper class are rich and the lower class are not, and they have to work in order to live, but that work is how the upper class is able to survive, but the upper class doesn't appreciate the lower class, and that's just pretty much 
how existence works for some reason, because once you don't have to worry about surviving, apparently it's okay to not be a good human being. And it's really not at all. (laughs) And it never has been. And the fact that so many people on such a large scale are able to pretend that that's not the case and kind of just treat people of the lower class who work their fingers to the bone to make society work (laughs) that needs to change. But so I got so far off track. What's my point? And how does it tie back to rapper Kodak Black? He doesn't seem to be so phased by the fact that he assaulted a woman, by the fact that he invaded her personal space and did something completely unfathomable to most of us. He doesn't really seem too phased by that. And that that bothers me. That makes me think that maybe he's done it a million times and there's just this one woman who's like, okay, I'm going to say something. I know I'm going to probably catch a bunch of heat for it. I'm going to get all this negative attention, but I'm going to do it anyway. I, As a musician, like, I just... I don't ever want to be categorized with that kind of person. And I love music so much. And I love being an artist so much. And it's my whole life. It's my whole identity. It's my everything. But there's people who identify in that same way that I do as an artist, as a lifetime career artist. And uh, they've done terrible things. And that makes me very upset. And I feel like we need to just address it until it stops happening. I don't know what the right answer is, but I do know that it's like, can we address why do people have these desires to do these things? Because like, I am a human being. I exist. I'm an artist. I do all these, the same stuff that somebody like Kodak Black does, you know, career-wise, like, you know, creating music, understanding music, learning music, getting to know music. Personally, we have completely different lives, obviously. But what is it that leads somebody to this point where they feel like they can just invade a woman's personal space because she doesn't want to have sex with him? The only proper response from a man or anyone, you know, a woman to somebody that they're propositioning, the only proper response to somebody not being interested in you is, okay, I'm sorry to have to have invaded your space. I'm sorry to have made you uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. I'm just saying that's that if you want to go anywhere past okay, you should just go into apologizing for making them feel uncomfortable in any way even though you weren't trying to do that. Yes, you weren't trying to do that. They know that. But do they know that you care, that you did make them uncomfortable regardless? Because obviously, if you're most people, when they have to turn someone down who's propositioning them, it's uncomfortable. Like for me, it's not really uncomfortable. I go to bars a lot. I I, I do a lot of things in places where people want to try and talk to me. And I'm just like, and I'm very used to just being like, okay, nah, Okay, nah, you know, like I, I don't feel weird about it. I just say no. But I mean, I'm also, 
you know, a dude with some muscles. Not everyone is a dude with some muscles. And sometimes they get approached by a dude with some muscles. Not me, because I don't really do that stuff. Um, but, and you know, it's just, I don't know, what what's it going to take for people to understand what respecting personal space is, what respecting personal boundaries are, what getting to know somebody means, what, what you know, um, the differences between the energy involved with somebody you're just going to hook up with for the night and somebody who doesn't do that and just want and wants to get to know people before they do anything of that sort. And the fact is you need to be okay with whatever that person decides is their personal limit is their personal boundary. The fact that there's so many men that don't get this is like, it makes me angry. It makes me very angry. (laughs) I just want to scream in the face of every guy who doesn't get it. I probably will, if I come across any. But thankfully, in my general orbit, there's a lot of... I know a lot of very respectful men, very respectful people. The only time I hear about that stuff is, you know, when it goes viral and nonsensical. I mean, I can't say I haven't had personal experiences with guys who treat women terribly that made me very upset to have ever called them a friend, which is, you know, the worst feeling in the world. But we're not going to get into that. Next up. Oh, I have an article in the description if anybody's curious. Artists, if you're curious, you know, what, uh, what music publicists do and how they help. They're very helpful um, if you pick the right ones. Some of them don't know what they're doing, but you can go and you can see what their track record is for the most part. And if you find one with a good track record and you um, give them a chance, a lot of the time they'll get you on a lot of different blogs, they'll get you on a lot of different articles, a lot of different... It'll get your content rolling and moving in a way that you can't do by yourself because you're not a publicist who knows how to do it. (laughs) Because they they create relationships with all these different publications that are able to give you more exposure. And uh, I know a lot of artists who are against spending money on their craft and as an artist who spends a great deal of money on his craft, I can't say anything to them. I can't be like, you do realize this is a business that you're trying to open and that this takes time and money and lots of strategy and all these different things that you need to put into it. And it's like when they don't get that, I don't want to sit them down and have this conversation because they're either going to agree with me or not agree with me. And I'm not going to take the chance that they're not going to agree with me and waste my time explaining to them what a business is because they should know that. Why would I? It doesn't make sense. But like, why are there all these musicians who are just afraid to spend money on their craft? It's because there's so many people trying to rip them off and exploit them. But You have to do your research, and you have to get to know people who have done it successfully. There's always people in that area, but there's so many people who want to just get jealous instead of ask questions, which is just, again, something I'm just not... It is not how my brain has ever worked, so I don't get it. But, like, don't do that. Why do you do that? I don't know. If you're a person who does that, I'm sorry. Next up, (laughs) eight best animal-fronted metal bands. Yes, that's an article in the description. If you want to go be blessed with some some animal-fronted metal bands, you go right ahead. And last but not least, they set up a rave in Chernobyl. 
it sounds like it's safe. They're trying to rejuvenate the area. I guess it's not so bad, but I mean, like, just you know, it's kind of hilarious. Totally. It's all gonna fuck. They're gonna go out there, and just go nuts, and just be on Molly and be at Chernobyl. I really hope it's safe. But I think there's no doubt about the fact that the energy in that area, the chakras, probably going to be not spectacular. I can't really imagine that it's going to be, you know, like a a healthy environment for uh, cultivating friendships and having fun. But (laughs) I hope it helps the area. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I am a nice person. I'm a nice boy with a hoodie on. Just call me a hoodlum, because I am a hoodlum. That's what I am. Love you. You're awesome. Oh, I would talk for longer, but I have no more memory on my phone. I'll see you later.